Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno and Nick. What it do? You're listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, and with me, as always, is my childhood friend and co-host, Nick Junebug D. <laughs> Whoa. I'll, in September, Whoa. but I'll take it, man. Yeah. yeah we're, well, we're ending out the summer because yeah. I guess this is pretty much uh, going to be one of the last days of summer, right? This week, right? The 23rd is, I think, the official start of fall so sure. congrats we did it we made it we made we it got through it we ma- cicadas and we all. did yeah i yeah i mean I, the despite the heat waves and all that business we are alive i haven't melted my lily white skin <laughs> is still lily white <laughs> i mean you did have a couple two fan days there in the background but <laughs> oh man <laughs> well fan. i you know yeah yeah, I, yeah well sometimes i just need to inflate my own sense of ego and so i just throw a couple extra fans on in the background yeah what it do? Well, I'll tell you. Nick. I'll tell you what is hot right now. What is hot right now? The QTB network. Oh, oh my goodness, man! Yes, let's. <laughs> oh, we've. Let, hold on. Yeah. Let me give the people some some fanfare for this. Okay. Oh, Ooh. that not that might work. But <laughs> we're not monetizing <laughs> what we're about to announce. <laughs> Once more. Ta-da! <laughs> Haven't announced it yet, but that's okay. You give this man a new soundboard, and look what happens. You know, Bruno, the QTB yeah. network app has officially launched. Um, it is available on Android. So if you go into the Google Play Store, just search for the QTB or just QTB network. Yeah. And, and the people love it. Kids, family, it's a family friendly app. So what you do here on the app is you can listen to all of our network shows. So you've got uh, Quit the Build, you've got Gotta Watch, you've got One Hour, One Decision. Um, and any future yeah. shows you know that we add to the network, when you have that app, you're going to be able to listen right away. It's a great way to just instantly get in the action um, with the in-app player. You can also turn the phone off and like, like most players, you know, whatever you're doing throughout your day. Listen to yeah. it. We've got instant access to our blog without having to go to an external browser. You can you can watch oh, all the latest yeah. uh, articles right there. And you've been that's awesome. You've been red hot with those articles lately, Bruno, with those uh, movie and TV. Lots of great top ten lists and beyond. Yeah, yeah, we. I mean, hey, we just did. A, we just released one that's kind of the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. The best video game movies of all time. So mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of bridges our our new podcast. Gotta watch. Which, by the way, if you haven't listened to it, QT listeners go over and check it out just search gotta watch you'll see that sweet little tv logo on there and our q network um icon that will be in the top left hand corner Mm -hmm. of all of our network shows so if you're just browsing through and you happen to come across one that has that little q up there then you know it's part of the qtb network right q stands for quality bruno or yeah i don't don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe quit maybe. but not don't don't maybe. quit don't quit the podcast i mean my goodness but yeah you know the, the android app just search for quit the builds available right now in the google play store um and it's free you know it, it's, it's a great yeah. way no ads we're not monetizing that app in any way i'm um, just a great simple clean way for you to even browse our merchandise through the amazon store and learn more about the podcast as well so well bruno of course we got to talk about our patreon because the nostalgia yeah. bolt you know, right now on patreon.com slash quit the build, uh, we have a, a bonus show for all of our uh, patrons called the QTB Nostalgia Vault. Now, initially that, yeah, that extra <laughs> content 
was a little bit of everything. We we've done like '90s snacks, like '90s everything, and also we yeah, did the retro yeah. game series. Well, now that that the Gotta Watch podcast is a part of your your Patreon subscription, which starts at just two bucks a month, by the way, that you also now we've decided we're going to take the nostalgia vault and hyper focus it in on deep dives on specific games, but more specifically games that you want to hear us talk about. Okay, so if you go on Patreon.com slash Quit the Build. <laughs> scandalous <laughs> ooh from the audience I'm like, ooh, i've got a game for you yeah, yeah. um you can uh join the conversation the five dollar tier uh, per month yeah. gives you access to the monthly conversation we open up there in patreon where you could be like hey i'd love to hear you guys talk about it and we will eventually select it if we don't get to it with the uh, next episode maybe the episode after that eventually we will get to it we're, we're going to create a queue so yeah, essentially yeah. it's a great way to support us, but also, you know, we can talk about the games that you want to hear about. Even if it's a game that we haven't played, we'll do the research. Definitely. We're out here. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And I definitely think that you should suggest some scary video games out there because <laughs> no. why else would we? Yeah. <laughs> Nick says Not no. me. Terry says no. Yeah. But if you want to see somebody freak out, then definitely add that to your list, especially with Halloween coming up, that being around the corner. Nick, mm-hmm. we've got to get into some type of oh, it's gonna some, happen. some festivities yeah. or horrorness, right? It's a possibility. I'll tell you what, what. what's not scary, though, is our Patreon supporters like Nick Nick, Epic Capture Productions, The Dudist Monk, Indie Gamiacs, and Alan Abadessa. Well, a little bit later, Bruno, we're going to be talking about this just, I, I'm going to I'm gonna call it outrageous. I, I think we've, I think we've jumped the shark here. Uh, Fortnite's collaboration with the designer fashion brand uh, Balenciaga. No, Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Uh, there you go. That shows you how much <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told you, Nick, it's okay, Nick. I Like I put down in the notes, we can't even afford to pronounce it. That's right. That's we how don't. expensive that stuff is. We just is. got billed. Direct, yeah, debit, <laughs> debit expense. It's already gone. Overdrawn. Checking account's gone. Oh, right boy. Done. And also later, we're going to talk about how apparently there are some talks about uh, bringing back Marvel versus Capcom 2. Ooh. And I think any gamers of all types, even if you're not a fighting oh, yeah. uh, fan, you know and have probably played that game. So we'll get into that and, and what really happened to the game. But, Bruno, the big story for today, and this is coming from thegamer.com. This is some sad news, man. Um, you know, for, for people that grew up in the arcade era, this is very much a, a hallmark, an institution of just global, the global arcade scene, right? And this is coming, yeah. like I said, from thegamer.com, Ikebukuro, and I had to Google how to pronounce that. Their okay. Ikebukuro Gigo Arcade has closed mm. for good. So this oh, just happens. No, that's not what we want to hear. It's not, and this is such an iconic thing, and I am I am kicking myself right now because, mm. like- Especially because we didn't get to see it. Right, like, right? and I think, I think any, <laughs> yeah. any gamer- has had visiting this arcade on their their oh, yeah. short list, right? If, if they could get to Japan, um, but it's just tough to get out there, especially these days. And I don't think it's now, you know, that, that was one of my main things. I, I need to get to this arcade and experience yep. it because Bruno, Bucket it was stuff. Yeah. nine stories tall of wow. nothing but arcade games. I mean, it was basically just an office building that, you know, it was, it was an arcade. And, yeah. uh, you know, they've, they've been around for a very long time, uh, on, just under 30 years, 28 years long that this arcade Jeez. has existed. They have finally closed their doors uh, for good. Uh, and this happened uh, on Monday, and there was a huge crowd that came out to kind of, I mean, just celebrate, you know, about the, the history, but also kind of lament, you know, this is, they're not, it wasn't like a protest or anything. They they did come out and say that it, w- it was not COVID-related, and I know that there have been some frustrations with, with closing oh, businesses. Yeah. They said, look, this was going to happen, apparently a lease 
had expired Definitely. and they want to do renovations to the building and it's just completely just just ruined their chances of, of keeping mm. the arcade open. It is a very, very sad thing to see. And and I would say go out and look for your local arcades. There are some still out there and they're going to be a little expensive. A lot of times now they have like a, a fee essentially to yep. get into the door and then you can either it's like 25 cents a play or something like that, whatever it may be. You know, it's really, really cheap once you get in the door, but they need they absolutely need support right now. And for this very reason, uh, there are several in Portland that that have this great experience. There's one called Ground Control in Portland. It's really amazing. There's another one called Quarter World and Electric Castles Wonderland. So nice. there are tons of arcades in this area. Of course, and I Portland would say that yeah. yeah, of course, right? And you know, it's I know it's hard because of COVID, right? But they're doing their best to 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 make the experience as clean as possible. They have a hand sanitizer nearly at every single arcade cabinet. There's wipes and yeah. uh, paper towels everywhere. So if you're doing your part, I would say it's definitely safe for you to go and and experience these arcades. But they need it because otherwise it's going to turn into another office building that we don't need. Yeah. And I just imagine where the nine stories of these games are going to go. Where are they going to go, Nick? Don't know. Who's I mean, going to take care of them? This was a cutting edge arcade. So a lot of like the new like prototypes of games or just the absolute latest arcade tech would would end up in this building before it would be yeah. found anywhere else, you know, throughout its 28 year history. So, I mean, this this really was the cornerstone of the arcade global oh, industry, yeah. like everything new, you know, that was being made, especially by Sega was being, you know, Sega! yeah. But right there, and you probably heard that sound, you know, all of it, just in, in surround sound. But man, I mean, this is so sad, and you're right, Bruno, they they really do need support. You know, uh, my, my favorite uh, arcade in this area, and it was a drive out to Pennsylvania uh, called the Timeline Arcade. I think I told, I, we mm. talked about it in a previous episode, it's the one I said where we, we walked in, and uh, they had Surge like in the in the cooler, and they oh, were playing yeah. all that like on a projector. Yeah. And I we loved it. We would have loved to go back, but no, they announced. I think it was like a couple months ago that they're they're closed for good. And you know the the, the pandemic has just kind of accelerated the timeline. I think for a lot of these arcades that may have been able to make it a little bit longer. But I think just every year that goes by, the nostalgia factor that brings people into arcades, right? I just don't think there's a whole lot of the younger generation that might have some disposable income now that are thinking, hey, let me go to this retro arcade. I, I think they don't have that connection to it, and so they're not mm. as drawn to it. So, yeah, it very much falls on on kind of that that generation, you know, of I think what maybe Gen X and up that they really need yeah. to get out there and just show their support to the very limited number of people who are making it work. We have a uh, a pinball museum near us, and I, I think they use the museum status to like help them with like tax exemptions, that kind of thing, but it's also a fully functional arcade. Um, but yeah, same thing. Like you go in, you pay a flat fee, and you can also make donations, and I can assure you, based on the bargain that we got when we walked in those doors— that the donations are are definitely what's keeping them afloat. So it's just yeah, a very sure. it's a very different uh, landscape, uh, and you know harder to acquire these units, harder to repair these units. So few people oh, know yeah. how to how to fix one of these things, right? Yeah, definitely. And it, that's the that's the thing, right? Recently, there was that Halo Fire Team it was like Fire Team Assault or something yeah. or Assault Fire Team, whatever it was. But it was that arcade experience that they developed and. 
How amazing is that to see something like uh, a brand new addition to the arcade world, right? Mm -hmm. Through one of gamers favorite ips and i think that that's something that needs to happen too right we need there needs to be more cabinet makers out there who are going to bring something like a Fortnite experience or a a mario kart experience or a halo experience to the arcade floor so that way we people can get out there and see some of the old cabinets because you know there's there's it's not like these games don't play well and it's not like they're too easy right right? like if anything these games are extremely hard and so it would be a great introduction for any gamer out there who hasn't played some of these games to go and experience them the way they were intended through this through an actual arcade cabinet. There's one in Portland called like, I think it's called like arcade 2024 or something, but it, they transport you back into 1984 and they give you like a membership card nice. and stamped with the date yeah. and, you know, basically have cabinets and, and everything going on that what, you know, of what an arcade looked like in 1984. And they've even got, drinks and food and serve stuff like that so i mean all these arcade nicks are like whoa let me go back here all these arcades nick yeah there it is (laughs) there it is that can speak well words they they're like mini dave and busters yeah right like you know dave and busters came along and changed the game and, and made it super big and corporate but these little small places are doing their best and you know you can go out there and find some great locations where you can play some awesome pinball games and and arcade games that you might never ever be able to play anywhere else that's the problem and that's why this is such a big deal right that's why this is sad is because this this may have been the only place where you could have played a certain game like that and so it's sad to see and i really hope that these arcade cabinets don't just end up in a warehouse that something comes of this and that they can expand other arcades in the area in spite of losing this this flagship store as it were absolutely but yeah just a, just a sad story and i mean, i think you know an inevitability for a lot of these big arcades that are just arcades it's just so hard to find i think a mm. business model that works like they said though they i, th- I think yeah. they would have been sustainable it's just like they're in a leased building and it didn't work out and for whatever reason that yeah. Innovation. They just can't. They can't bounce back from it. So they're they're just saying, yeah, we're going to be closing our closing our doors for good. Gotcha. Yeah, just just kind of. I think I think it, that that really does kind of signal the the end of an era and will be remembered in the the gaming history books as kind of the big landmark moment, right? Where we've had all yeah. these little little arcade closures here and there, but this is this is the the, the big guy. This is the the big yeah. one. The, the literal reason why I would have planned a vacation to Japan is now no longer in Japan. That is. That is beyond tragic. Well, I, I got news for you, Nick. Okay. They got other things there besides that arcade. I don't that care. Are probably I play video ch- games. <laughs> 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 well, here's a new transition. Whoa. Whoa. Meanwhile. Oh, man. I tell you. Well, that's a good, that's a good transition, Bruno, because as always, we want to thank our sponsor, Pierce Unlimited. For marketing media that works and bespoke design to power your business, visit PierceUnlimited.com. And don't forget, Pierce Unlimited now offering podcast production services, anything you might oh, need yeah. from po- maybe a podcast logo for your show to even uh, sound production, vocal coaching, you name it. There's a consultation waiting for you at PierceUnlimited.com. Bruno, 
We're going to kick yeah. it over to Larry from the World 1-1 Podcast Network with the Hard Copy Hound Shortlist. Welcome to Hard Copy Hounds, powered by World 1-1 Network and sponsored by Premium Edition Games and their upcoming Series 3 release, Cathedral. Let's get into the Hard Copy Hounds Shortlist. Starting this week with Limited Run Games, you can pre-order your copies of the following. Blood Rain Betrayal, Fresh Bites for the Switch, PS4, both in open pre-order through October 3rd. Dusk on Switch is available for open pre-order through September 26th. One Step from Eden on the Switch and PS4 is an open pre-order through October 10th. Quake for the Switch and PlayStation 4 is in an open pre-order till September 26th. Shantae, Half Genie Hero for PlayStation 5 is in an open pre-order through September 26th, as is Shantae and the Pirate's Curse on PlayStation 5. Turok, Turok 2 Seeds of Evil and the Turok and Turok 2 Seeds of Evil bundle for the PlayStation 4 are all available in an open pre-order through October 17th. Moving down the line, we're looking at SuperRareGames.com where you can currently order your copies of the Deponia Collection, Ida, Last Day of June, Little Inferno, the Mipumi Collection, Monster Prom XXL, Old School Musical, Roki, Smoke and Sacrifice, Unrailed, and Yes Your Grace, all for the Switch. Sliding down, we've got SpecialReserveGames.com next on the Hard Copy Hound shortlist this week where you can currently put in pre-orders and orders for Demon Throttle for the Switch in an open pre-order extended through November 15th, Piku Niku on the Switch, and Heave Ho on the Switch. Also coming soon to SpecialReserveGames.com is Loop Hero and Weird West. And last on the short list this week is PremiumEditionGames.com, our fantastic sponsor, where you can currently order your copy of the Pigeon Dev Games Collection for the Switch and Make sure you keep your eyes peeled for their upcoming Series 3 release, Cathedral. And that's the Hard Copy Hound shortlist. Well, that was the shortlist, Nick. It was. That's the idea. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it works. Nick, tell them what's going on with the Fortnite collaboration with Balanchaga, okay? First of all, for those of you who haven't heard of this company or brand before there's a reason for that okay (laughs) like if you haven't heard of it you probably can't afford it that's correct that is definitely the reason here it took me by surprise i would not have guessed anywhere that they would decide hey let's just throw in some some fortnite skins in here and get our name in the game not even fortnite skins but let's go the opposite direction and uh, also make our own line of clothing with fortnite stuff on it like this is this is crazy so yeah Yeah. and i'm I'm glad someone did their research or at least knew the brand because uh, i would have been pronouncing this wrong the whole episode Balan <laughs> Balanchaga, as you said. Yeah. Kind of like Balan Wonderworld. Maybe there's a collect there's a yeah. maybe there's a connection there. Maybe. Yeah. May- well, we should we should send him in and tell him yeah. that if they really want to get the big bucks that Balan <laughs> Wonderland or Wonderworld or whatever, <laughs> we should just troll them and be like, why isn't there a Balan Wonderworld? Balanchaga Wonderworld. Hey, hey yo. <laughs> Oh, we got a rim shot button. I love it. I tell you. Well, yeah, Bruno. So this story coming from IGN.com, um, talking about just the the sheer craziness of the prices behind this collaboration. So yeah. Fortnite has teamed up with the designer brand, I believe out of Spain, uh, Balanchaga, that uh, they, and like you had said, 
This is a high-end designer clothes uh, merchandise, or rather, uh, supplier. And Bruno, they are, you know, like you said, the, the big thing with designer clothes, or just designer brands in general. I remember reading a, an article recently about Lamborghini, about, mm. you know, they, they've just outright said, like, we don't advertise our, our, our cars. We don't put commercials or ads yeah. out there anywhere because it cheapens the brand. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you totally. don't, they want don't ads. need to. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need them at that point. And there's a lot of, there are a lot of companies that do that, right? Yeah. Like you don't really see advertisements for uh Ferrari on, on TV or anything like that. I mean, it's right. just, it's something that doesn't happen. And you know, when you're hand making absolutely everything, and that's part of the reason that, you know, Ferrari and, and Lamborghini are so expensive, right? Everything is is essentially handmade from the leather steering wheel up to uh, the wheels on there. It's all hand assembled. So yeah. uh, if you've got a bunch of people doing the work, it's going to reflect in the price. This, however, I don't know, Nick. I don't know. I don't know how we could justify I think, some of the prices on these. Okay? I think Fortnite has officially jumped the pop culture shark. Like, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this 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 collaboration goes both ways, right? So now in yeah. in Fortnite, you can purchase uh, you know Balenciaga branded stuff and even skins. Yeah, well, which, which some of them are pretty cool. There's like, like the like night the skin. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the dog? Yeah. <laughs> doggo the pug with the, the hoodie yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's some cool ones in there so it's not like there it's definitely cooler than the ferrari crossover and i would even say the jordan crossover so this isn't new for fortnite right, right. fortnite has had other clothing or or uh name brands come into the mix the jordan brand and the ferrari brand coming in so right it is it is interesting that we would see a very very high-end designer like balance and Chaga come into the mix. It's even weirder to see that they would decide to make their own Fortnite uh, clothing. Not that, not to say that they're not going to sell those things, right? Yeah. Like, think about how many celebrities play Fortnite and the absurdity of the money that they spend on clothing, or sometimes they're even gifted clothing, right? Yeah. Like some of these people don't even have to pay for the $700 t-shirt. They're just gifted it because they, right. Cause they're famous. <laughs> you know, I, right? yeah, exactly. But all, this is, like I said, this is the first collab that I can think of where I just don't understand what the intent of it is supposed to be beyond just a flex for Fortnite. Because, you know, usually when we have these crossover events, it's stuff that that makes sense for the target demographic, right? Let's let's be mm, honest with yeah, ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Kids play Fortnite. And not not just kids. It's it's very much a game for all ages. But that definitely is the primary demographic, I think, of who they go after, especially when you look oh, at yeah. these concerts, right, that they've they've been doing lately. So that being said, you know, how in the world is somebody supposed to see this this collaboration and think, oh, uh, that, that's a regular Fortnite player? They're thinking, oh, I'm going to go into my local, you know, uh, Balenciaga store and pick up a, a four hundred dollar <laughs> right. hat. I'm looking at their website right now, and they, they the line's already on there. The Fortnite 2021 cap available in three colors, Bruno, is yeah. three hundred and ninety five dollars. Some of which are already out of stock. People are buying these. Yeah, and where I I get just frustrated with design or anything is it is yeah. literally just a hat with Fortnite, the Fortnite logo, the Balenciaga logo, and like some extra wording on like the actual bill of the cap. You look at the T-shirts, five hundred dollars, yeah. same thing, just the just the two logos, very plain. Then they've got the uh, the sunglasses that the the pug is wearing for six hundred and thirty dollars. 
Now, Bruno, <laughs> I think the highest thing they have on here, if you want it, is they said that a denim jacket that hasn't launched yet uh, is clocking in at, uh, oh boy, yeah, almost $1,300. Wow. Just wild. Wow. And I just, yeah. That is. Beyond wow. Like, what, what's going on here? What's your, what's your take on this? Has you're, you're a big proponent of Fortnite, right? Do you yeah. think that and this design, is... design, because yeah. I think that's... Because I think design is, you know, as a designer, as mm-hmm. somebody who designed, uh, you know, our logos, the website, everything that you see on Quit the Build, I'm very proud of, of, of really good design. Uh, however, there is a certain point in any type of brand where they become so big that you're no longer paying for the design right. as it were you're paying for that name right that and the, the most consumer friendly version of this is apple yeah right and i'm and and i'm sorry to all the iphone fanboys and fangirls out there like i understand i used to love apple but you know just as well as I do from a from a spec standpoint, there's nothing that the iPhone really has that isn't duplicated on uh, Samsung or anything like that, right? Oftentimes, a lot of these features that come out on iPhone are often years later than when they've come out on Android. Android has these things many, many years uh, in advance because... Apple's working with proprietary content. This is no more than that type of flex, right? To say you're paying for the des- the designer, the designer name on there. You're not paying for Fortnite. This is literally uh, a way for it's 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 a niche audience, yeah. and they it's you know Balance August stuff has always been for that niche audience. Believe me, Nick, there are kids out there high school kids and stuff in California and, and, you know, with rich daddies and stuff that will sport this stuff. Yeah. These will become a contention at certain schools. And I wouldn't be surprised if you saw somebody getting jumped or something like right. that for some of this, for some of this gear, it happened in the nineties a lot. There were people would just, you know, that was just one of the things that bullies would do. Hey, give me your shoes or whatever. Right. If you rocked nice shoes and these shoes being $950 for a sock slip on sneaker. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Yep. You know, it's, it's really ridiculous and it's not ma- made to be approachable for kids, right? It's made to be, it's made to separate people and say, you can't afford this. This is, this is an exclusive item. Uh, I think for the most part, you're going to see a lot of celebrities sport this kind of gear. And I'm sure that that's who, who's grabbed it for first, Maybe some some hardcore Fortnite uh, fans out there grabbed a hat or something like that because right. it's the cheapest thing on here. Yeah, like, right? and, and like one of the only things the out of stock. Thing. So that's exactly. I think that's exactly what's happened. Like a couple people, are like yeah. you know what? I think this is going to be worth something. Maybe they're, they're making like an investment play because I think it's a limited yeah, time exactly. uh, collaboration there on both ends. So no, but there's you're right. There's nothing special about any of no. this content. It's a it's a normal dad hat. The Fortnite shirt is literally just says Fort has the Fortnite logo on the front. Balanchaga right underneath. I could. make Make it in less than five minutes on yeah. on my own. I literally could make it for five minutes uh, in, in, you know, in less than five minutes. And on the back, 
It has retail row written out in like right. s- different languages. Several different languages. Oh boy. Um, so trendy. You know that's yeah that's that's really all it is. That's yeah. there's nothing more to this than that. It's kind of embarrassing, honestly. Like it's one of those things that when you see somebody that has it, it your automatic thought is. You've got money to waste. Yeah. Right? That, that's all you can think <laughs> like, about that person is yeah. like you've got you've yeah. got a, just a ridiculous amount of disposable income yeah. to even I'm not I'm not jealous either. I'm like yeah. I'm not jealous. Like I like I said if I really wanted this, if I really honestly wanted this, I could throw it up on T Public, make myself one, get them to make it and yeah. then be like I'm done. It'd I got It'd be my indistinguishable. Own. <laughs> it would actually yeah, exactly. be indistinguishable. There's no yes, other notable features about the t-shirt. It's just it's wild Maybe but, a tag. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a tag on there somewhere, yeah. but at the end of yeah, the day, though, they're going to sell. They're going to sell like that. that they, oh, they, that's how it works, and I get it. You know, you think of like the the Supreme logo, and you're right. Like you reach a point yeah. where you just just having it on there, as simple as it is, is it just sells because of the the name yep. and the value that's associated with it. Rather than, I mean, the watch business you know revolves around that. No one cares about the actual functionality of a watch these days, but. You oh know, yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, I mean, look at I mean, there's a there's a um, a very prominent F1 sponsor that that is on tons of different cars, uh, and it's Richard Mill. I don't know if you've ever, nope. uh, but his watches are absolutely ridiculous, like ludicrous in price. Like we're talking million dollar watches that that don't have any smartwatch functionality mm. or whatever. They're just huge designer watches. And so I think this might be a play from, from Balanchaga, obviously, to, to try and breach into the world of video games and say, hey, look what we can, Definitely. We can do too, because they've got to reach that younger audience somehow. Mm-hmm. They're the ones no offense stupid enough to spend three or four hundred dollars on a on a hat yeah you know or or five or five or six hundred dollars on a t-shirt or sweatshirt like you know that's that's just stupidity like there's so many other things that you could do from an investment standpoint yeah um and you know as far as celebrities go well when you've got money to to piss away then you can then you can just, you know, buy what uh, yeah. you want. That's Oftentimes, right. like I said before, they're not they're not even buying it. They're gifted it, right? Yeah. Like it's, you know, they're here. Wear our stuff, so other, so 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 the plebes buy it. The plebes, <laughs> that's right. But Bruno, I just crunched the numbers, and for the cost of one of these T-shirts, you could get yourself twenty-five quality T-shirts on our merch page. If you head to quitthebill.com/slash community, just get it for the whole get it for the whole neighborhood. Oh my! My gosh, goodness, I reasonably love it. priced tees, free shipping <laughs> with Amazon Prime. That is incredible. That's right. I'm going there right now. He's on his way. Typing people. On his, on his mechanical <laughs> keyboard. I love it. Well, Bruno, we've got a little bit more news to get into, so let's dive right into it. And this uh, news coming from Destructoid.com, talking about a, a very much a, a game franchise that really needs to see, a, specifically a game that really needs to see uh, a reboot, and that is a re- remake or just... Wonderworld. No, well, yes, Balanchaga oh. <laughs> Wonderworld, right? That's... I'm pretty sure we just oh, made that collab happen. We we'll we'll see <laughs> we it in did. like a month, and we'll be like, "Yep, we, we right do. here." They're gonna hear it, and they're gonna yeah. take my word for it. Bruno Stradamus added again. Oh, I wish it were true. <laughs> I wish it wish it into existence. Don't let your memes be dreams. Oh man, <laughs> but yeah, Bruno. So this uh, <laughs> that's what they say. 
This article talking about how there is some talks for a Marvel versus Capcom 2 revival project. So Ooh. for those of you that may not be in the loop, of course, uh, Marvel versus Capcom 2, a just critically acclaimed fighting game. I would think, I think most, a lot of people, if you ask them what the, the greatest fighting game of all time is, a lot of people are going to go with Street Fighter 2 or some iteration yeah. of that turbo, whatever it might be. I think a lot of other people are also going to say Marvel versus Capcom 2. I know for me personally- yeah, it is definitely the game that ha- I have the most memories of growing up and just beside maybe 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 Soul Calibur 2 of just being completely immersed in it and just fascinated by this incredible world of characters. I was this- a fan of Virtua Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're a big Virtua <laughs> Ain't no shame in that game. I remember seeing that once and being like, oh, that's that's cool. It's like 3D, but like n- yeah. no game had the speed and just the incredible action, especially with the multiple characters tagging in and out, the assists and that kind of thing. That's that true. That Marvel that's versus true. Capcom 2 New Age of Heroes brought to the table. So, Bruno, for those that may not know, what happened here is, and I think this was back in like 2013 or so, there was, well, back in 2009, there was a port of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 that was launched on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. But there was a licensing issue, obviously, because now you've got Disney involved purchasing Marvel Comics. That threw a wrench in in their plans well, to keep got, that game listed. You've got, uh, what, Spider-Man owned by Sony yeah. and him being one of the flagship people that you see in Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, Gotta there's a whole whole split of yeah. different things. And right, and doesn't Fox technically, I mean, I know Disney owns Fox now, but doesn't Fox technically own X-Men I've like, lost. I've lost all track of. Like, yeah, I who, think who's I, got I have what. too. But I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Like <laughs> 20th so. Century Fox owns X Men, PlayStation, or not PlayStation. They well, PlayStation technically owns Sony owns yeah. Spider Man, and you know Disney owns both Fox and Marvel. So you're right. This the logistically speaking, with what's going on, the these games are getting harder and harder to to come by because. Mm-hmm. The licensing deals for these, right? It just becomes more and more tricky to to acquire. Yeah, definitely. I, I, but yeah. So what's happening now is that uh, Digital Eclipse, and they they are known for a lot of uh, kind of ports of games and and remasters of games. I know they did the I think the Mega Man collections that came out, just to name one a series. But yeah, so they are yeah. trying to figure out some kind of agreement to get this game just relisted at the very least relisted but maybe even just create some kind of revival. I don't know exactly what that's going to mean, but you're mm. right. Like you've got to have Spider-Man. He is, yeah. he is, if you to- ask most people, like what the most memorable character is in Marvel versus Capcom 2, Spider-Man was like the the pick for a lot of people. Oh and, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and see, here's the thing, Nick, right? I can see this coming. I can see this coming to fruition, but I would venture to say that this is going to be easily a PlayStation exclusive. You can easily see it now. They PlayStation uh, Street Fighter is an exclusive oh, on yeah. the PlayStation console. Spider-Man is an exclusive on the PlayStation console. So there would be no way I think that this is going to come to Xbox. I think that if a revival is going to ha- happen or if anything like that, you can almost guarantee that it will be a PlayStation exclusive. That's the only way that this will come to fruition. Yeah, you're right, right. So many people have to be on board, right? And Capcom's yep. one of them, and you're right. Yeah, that, that yep. just, just the presence of Street Fighter characters is going gonna, is gonna to change yeah. 
how that plays out. But uh, now, especially with with Disney in the mix, you know, Disney's, Disney's not afraid to license out their characters, right? When they, yeah, when, when, no. when the mood strikes them, right? And we've seen that with, with the Fortnite crossovers. Yeah, if they and if they've done it in something like that, giving their characters guns to run around a map, albeit a very cartoonish, you know, map mm-hmm. and whatnot, then it's still, that's still something that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And here we are, like, you know, right. now we just got done talking about a high-end designer getting stuff in Fortnite. So yeah. <laughs> uh, anything's really possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, look at just the, what I would say the flops were for the Marvel versus Capcom games that eventually came, right? Marvel versus Capcom mm, yeah. 3 was relatively well-received, but I know Marvel versus Capcom Infinite absolutely was not. Um, it just, mm. it, I mean, it, it, it became a, a bargain bin game very quickly. Just not a lot of people that uh, really came away from that thinking like, oh, yeah, this is what we want. And I know the game was rushed to development. There's a lot of stories behind that. But I think, you know, and this is what I've been talking about a lot lately with retro games is that so many game developers think that to put out a new game, they need to reinvent the wheel or add some new mechanic or twist. That's true. Or else what's the point? Why can't they just go back and play the last game? But when you see them trying to create these twists, sometimes it doesn't work out. And I here, here's what I would love to see with Marvel versus Capcom 2. What do you got? I would love to see them do a, a remake. But in the sense of the, the classic game is still there. If you want to play yeah. it with the original characters and no changes made, maybe some performance and enhancements and some graphic changes, right? But yeah. still the same yeah. game, yeah. same core gameplay. The pro scene can still totally. pick it up and play it yep. without any issues. That's great. Original roster. But I would love yeah. for Disney to come in and say, and Capcom to come in and say, well, hey, people love you know MVC2. Why, why don't we have an extra mode, an expanded mode? Where we add in new characters that maybe aren't in there, you know, put some some popular characters in there, put Ant Man in there, put Black Widow in there, you know, on the Capcom side, yeah. there's, there's there's been new IPs for Capcom. Um, yeah, why why like the heck that. wouldn't you do that? And that would put so much hype around it about the the second coming, you know, MVC two two. Yeah, two two. <laughs> and I think that that's something that that developers can easily add to a game, right? As an additional mode to something, or it, sometimes it's just just the of the ability to see what the game was like in its original state versus what what it currently is or what they've updated it to. Those types of graphic changes are are just are fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's, there's so few times in video games now where we're seeing fun added to it, right? Like it's, it's, we got to turn this into an esport, or we've got to monetize this and, and we don't want anyone to have any mods for this game or, or the, to foster that type of community instead of just giving people a toolkit to do what they want and, and experience the game how they want. Uh, I think, developers can really learn from that and that you know we have the tools we don't need to we don't need to go out and try and discover something new yeah. that we've never done before just give players the same power that you the developer have you know when it comes to like changing changing the bullets the best thing i've ever seen nick yeah. is when like you've seen have you seen those like gta mods where they've got the guns that shoot out gun or shoot out not guns cars, cars. oh yeah yeah oh that's 
ridiculous. I want that. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it's it's so absurd. If you scroll, okay, literally, if you get on Facebook and you go through like Facebook gaming, 90% of the live streams are Grand Theft Auto, and it's always the Grand Theft Auto mod streams yeah. where somebody's running around as Hulk. Yeah. Or there's a lion like taking down people. Like yeah. it's absurd, and people will sit there and watch it. That's all you need to add to these games is absurd things. And like a CD gun that shoots the Macarena soundtrack, Nick. Yeah, not gonna lie. That's I watched, what we need. I watched a f- five minutes of a live stream on, on Facebook gaming of someone that, yeah, in GTA. Uh, doing one of those sky obstacle courses, but it was yeah. as a, it was as a cow. It was like a slow, the, the slowest pace obstacle <laughs> course you've so, ever seen. Yeah. I, I saw that one too. I remember stopping and just the absurdity of it. I'm like, what am I? What am I? What watching, am I watching? Right? But I couldn't stop watching it. So genius move, really. But you're right. Yeah, that that yeah. is that does seem to be uh, dominating. But yeah, you know. Uh, adding adding new things onto what already exists is always a great way while still respecting the original, right? And that's important. You know, you yeah. do not want to mess with the the artwork of MVC2, the gameplay style. People love it for what it is. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I still think of those those classic arcade days, Bruno, talking about our first story, walking into an arcade and seeing Marvel versus Capcom 2. And of course, I'm a Mega Man guy. Seeing Mega Man and even like obscure Mega Man characters like Tron Bon yeah. having representation in the game and putting in my quarter and having that 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 you know uh, character selection pop up and the gonna take you for a ride you know got playing in the Woo! background it is that song is a bop anybody that's played Marvel versus Capcom two knows what I'm talking about um, just oh, yeah. that experience needs to be preserved but we definitely I, I think need to find ways to improve well Bruno as always uh, we want to thank our friends over at uh, Good Pods if you haven't already download the Good Pods app onto your yeah. uh, mobile device. And you can listen to our podcast, any podcast, really. But we're we're really, really invested in Good Pods because we see the value that it's bringing that really no other platform is doing right now in that when you go on Good Pods, if you listen to to an episode, if you rate an individual episode, which you can do, not the whole show, just individual episodes, we can see that. And it kind of creates a social network experience where we can communicate with you and, hey, say, hey, thanks for listening. Or if you have feedback on the episode – there's a, a very open line of communication that just no other podcasting platform is doing right now. So we very I much agree. urge you, you know, the QTB network app uh, is definitely going to be our bread and butter, but that's only on Android. Uh, but of course, on both iOS and Android, the Good Pods app exists. So do yourself a favor, download that app, and give us a listen through there and uh, support the, the people who are making that happen because it's a it's a genius definitely. idea for podcasting. I agree. Yeah, Bruno, tell them all about the website. We have a website. Okay. The end. There you no, go. I no. mean, I, <laughs> you summed go it up. Quit the, he, he, I did. Go to quitthebuild.com. It's it's just like uh, 20 Tim Minutes said. It's it's said exactly like it's, it's spelled exactly <laughs> like it said. Quitthebuild.com. Go there. And we, uh, we, I worked really hard on the website for you guys to have a great experience. You know, when, when I go, I, I feel like a lot of other podcasts don't have an offline experience, right? You're just kind of waiting around in the, in the wind of what's going to, are they going to release a new uh, episode this week? We are very in tune with you, our listener, and we appreciate you, our listener, for supporting us and, and taking the time 
time to just check us out. So you can find us on quitthebuild.com. That's where we have everything there. Like that's where our network page is there where you can find all of our other podcasts. You can go to our community page and check us out on different social networks like uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can chat with us on Discord. You can get more content on Patreon. Oh, man. And we even have a blog, okay? We've been putting up some bangers on the blog. You got an indie spotlight thing in there, and I Operation Outsmart. That is a good one. Justin had a, a Resident Evil piece in there about uh, exactly what we were talking about, the right? Randomizer. A randomizer. Yeah. Yes, exactly. This idea of adding something that randomizes a game you already love. People will play it. They'll yep. go back, developers. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So we're giving you these open tips and just having a great time on the blog. You can find it all on quitthebuild.com. Take us out of here. All right. Well, for Nick, I'm Bruno. For Bruno, I'm Nick. Peace out. What a deal. 